Good afternoon. My name is Andy Peake from Weston, Connecticut. Recently, the newspapers have been in the news. Their Murdoch bid for Dow Jones, Morgan Stanley's, Hassan al-Masri's push to eliminate the New York Times dual class share. Given you are both experts in the dual class share and newspapers, what advice would you give to the long-suffering New York Times shareholders, and what advice do you have for Arthur Sulzberger, the besieged CEO of the New York Times and head of the family that owns the newspaper? Well, I think the long-suffering, as you put it, shareholder of the New York Times has probably made a mistake. I mean, I, I don't think I'd necessarily blame the Sulzbergers for the woes of the newspaper business. I mean, it, we have said for a good many years that we thought, in effect, we thought newspapers were overpriced because they reflected a valuation based on looking in the rearview mirror rather than through the window. And... Um, we, it's interesting, we, we have this dual class structure at Berkshire, but because I converted a whole bunch of shares to B, I own about the same percentage of the B as the A, because I converted about six or seven times as much as I needed for present gifts. I only go down to my safe deposit box when I have to, and I didn't want to go down every year to convert stocks, so I just converted a bunch of stock early on, and now I own about 30% of each, so it has no effect in terms of the voting power of Berkshire. But the woes of the newspaper business are not connected uh, with the, uh, the difference in voting structure at the, uh, at the Times or other places. The, the newspaper business has just gotten a lot tougher. And if you think about it, I mean, let's assume that Mr. Gutenberg, back there in the 15th century, instead of wasting his time developing movable type and all of those kind of things, it decided to become a day trader or a hedge fund operator and really made something of himself so that we never had print. But we'd, along came the internet, along came cable, TV, all kinds of other things. And then now this year, you know, Johannes Gutenberg, the 28th or something, came along and said, I've got this wonderful idea, we're gonna chop trees down, we're gonna haul them great distances, and then we're going to put them through expensive newsprint machines, and then we're going to send them down to some place where they got expensive presses, and we'll run these things all night, and then we'll send delivery trucks out through the snow to get this, these little pieces of paper out to people where they can read about what happened yesterday. Well, I don't think we would be backing him, you know. Uh, now, it happened, you know, that the other one came along first, and people's habits don't change immediately, and, you know, the world world doesn't turn over. But in effect, you know, the position of newspapers today still reflects the fact that they have inertia and momentum on their side from the past. And I don't care how smart you are. You know, there was a fellow that came into the LA Times a few years back. He was going to take the circulation up to a million five, as I remember, Shirley. And the circulation is now 800 and some thousand of the LA Times, and it's going to go down. It's going down every week. And I don't know that, you know, I don't know that uh, Joseph Pulitzer or William Randolph Hearst or E.W. Scripps or anybody who were geniuses in their day, maybe at building circulation, can do much about that. The, the truth is that that the world has changed in a significant way. We used to sell 300,000 world books a year. It was a good value. You know, and we sell 22,000 sets or something like that now. 
And it isn't because the world book isn't worth what it sells for. It's, it's just not worth what it sells for to most people who can go on the internet and get an awful lot of that information free. So I don't think I would blame the dual class structure on, on anybody's investment losses in the New York Times. Uh, the companies that have not had dual class structures, I mean, it, we own the Buffalo News, and the Buffalo News earnings have been they're certainly down <clears throat> over 40% from the peak. We have terrific management. We've got a paper that has <clears throat> among the highest penetration in circulation of any large metropolitan paper in the country, but we are, our earnings are going down. And it's a fact of life. Charlie? Uh, yeah, but he was talking about that dual class structure as being intrinsically wrong. But I would argue that the Salzburgers set it up that way when they went public. And so that was in the basic contract. And once a contract has been made, the idea that you can just stamp your foot and take away the contract strikes me as a kind of an immature idea. The, I would add, too, that, that the Salzburgers from the start, you, anybody that bought in the New York Times knew that the, they would not try to maximize earnings in a given quarter or try to minimize the downturn by slashing costs or something of the sort. They didn't build the New York Times by doing that. It did not have a reputation which allows it perhaps to have a decent future on the Internet. Uh, it did not get to where it is by, by a policy of, you know, Management 101 as taught at some business school. And yet, following that differing course, you know, I don't know how many papers in New York disappeared, but whether it's the Herald Tribune or the Sun or the World Telegram or you name it, the world, the they, they had a different management approach and they all fell by the wayside and, and uh, the Times is still around. So I, I don't, I'm not sure 10 years from now or 15 years from now that people regard the Times as playing of their hand as being uh, necessarily an inferior one. They may have a better position going into the internet than, well, almost any newspaper around. Certainly a lot better than, you know, the Philadelphia Inquirer or the LA Times has. You know, the LA Times uh, will have more trouble monetizing their reputation on the internet than a New York Times will, uh, if there's a national game to be played in that. Uh, so we'll see how it plays out.